Saga Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chayat. Today we're here to cover Season 1, Episode 4, titled A True Warrior. It's a self-titled episode. I thought that was very nice. Maybe you have an episode coming up yourself, Chad. Probably, yes. Um, you're talking about, this is Travis's self-titled episode, right? I mean, these people, they haven't even, some of them might not even be behind the Patreon wall. They don't even know who Travis is. That is true. Travis is my brother that we do not allow on the free feed. You got to pay to listen to his dumb self. Speaking of the free feed and Patreon, we're doing this over on the Patreon, this Vinland's uh, coverage, where if you're listening to it for free right now, just go pay five bucks. You get another three episodes right away. How fun is that? Um, You got anything else to say about that? Uber fun. Oh, also, you get a little learn, a little something with Ronnie and Chad, and I usually say it better than that when we cover it on the Patreon. You'll learn a little something if you get on there. Trust us. I need to learn how to say that name. We got a lot going on. Trust, Trust us. us. All right. What did you think of this episode, Chadley? Loved it. This is a badass episode. It is. It is. It really is, I mean, the definition of true warrior. You made a joke earlier. You're nowhere near a true warrior. Well. But Thor's is the definition of a true warrior. He is. Come on. He he is a true warrior. And the man crushes are all over the place this episode. The characters are having them. I'm having them. I'm sure you're having them. Oh, yeah. So I've always got a man crush. Let's hop into it. Let's talk about it. We pick up where we Dude, let up. You know, there's a window right near us, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking at the Jaro spider. The Jaro spiders I, uh, are out. Yes, I want people to look that up. It is a spider from the Kanto region, uh, which is located in Japan and South Korea. They are an invasive species that is taking over North Georgia of the United States. That is where we reside. And I'll call them what they are. Fake warriors. Because they look horrifying, but they're not that big of a deal, right? They're not. You could literally pick it up, have it crawl all over you, and nothing will happen. They won't bite you. It won't do anything of but that they're nature. they're these huge spiders huge. with yellow legs. I mean, they, they are they're the yellow stuff of They're yellow and nightmares. black striped, yeah. They're the stuff of nightmares. They were here a year or two ago. We thought we got rid of them, but here the season's turn. There it is. I'm yeah. looking at it. It gets hot as shit here in Georgia, and apparently they died. Well, it gets cold as shit as well. They died off from the coldness. They were supposed to die off from the heat, but they're back. Okay, there's not as many as I've normally seen. Last year, it was terrifying how many of them there were. I mean, there was just webs and spiders everywhere. Well, here's to hoping the winter knocks them out for good this year, because I'm looking right. at this web that it is woven, and it's webby. I'll tell you it that. Is. I mean, the web is actually very impressive. It looks like the kind of manufactured web you'd see in a Spider-Man movie title card. That's how impressive it looks. Most spiders are not webbing such an impressive web. I agree. Everyone look up the J-O-R-O spider and uh, and look at how it's taken over the state and, of Georgia. Yeah, look at what we're fighting against yeah. down here. Speaking of fighting, let's do it. Thor's is kicking ass. Askeladd is loving it. You ever take notes and you feel like, oh my god, I'm just typing the character's name too many times, and if I keep saying the character's name too much, that's not going to make for good podcasting? Right. Here we go. The men are using one of the oldest tricks in the book mastered by video game and movie bad guys for centuries. It is the technique where they all group together, and then they go, all right, guys, let's attack him one at a time. One at a time, yes. Now, is this because they're afraid to swing the sword and hit each other? Is that one of... the things that's going on here. It's potential. And that sounds like I'm kind of, you know, poo-pooing all over the show right out the gates. It wouldn't have mattered. All right. It would not have mattered. Thor's would have done some special crash bandicoot move or something like that, that he had up his sleeve. It's just funny. Every time you really see it and you see them animated as they are legitimately just waiting and then one gets its butt kicked, and then the next one goes. And then they're waiting, and then that one gets the butt kicked, and then the next one goes. Well, here's the cool part about it. He's not even using a weapon still. He is still just using his fists. Using his fist and just pinpoint breaking bones. Oh, dude, the one arm that he breaks is just disgusting. (laughs) Howie, but you knew it. Even Bjorn is shaken until his shrooms start to kick in. 
Um, and they kick in fast. He goes goblin mode and starts tearing oh, yeah. through his own men. Berserker mushroom mm-hmm. is what they call this. Yep. We can only see the whites of his eyeballs, which I was led to believe meant he's he's blind. He's essentially blind no, with no, no, Rampage. No, no. no he's definitely he's blind, not blind. Because if you don't see the pupil, Chad, that is how vision works, okay? He is unconscious. Okay, and while unconscious... He cannot see. Just because just because you're unconscious does not mean that you have vision. He is, he, no, he is taken As to, a matter of fact, I would argue that it means quite the opposite. He is taken to an higher he is taken to a higher dimension with this berserker mushroom, essentially a what I like to call a psychedelic thriller. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is on a psychedelic trip right now where he has to take out literally right now what he's thinking in his head. I'm this is what I'm imagining. He's thinking in his head. Mm-hmm. If I don't get to the Mario. He's he's looking at Thor's as Mario. He's, to the Mario? Yes. No one is ever trying to get to the Mario. They're trying to get to the Bowser. No, that because is... he's Bowser. He's himself is Bowser right now. But and no one is the Bowser of their own story. Why would uh, anyone well, choose to be Bowser? He's not, That's because he's not. He's going berserker mode right now. He is literally... It is a bad trip. He's, he's, that's what he's having is a bad trip. It's the worst argument you've ever made. He's having a bad trip. He's plowing through people, trying to get to Mario because he thinks he's Bowser. No, because if he is, if he thinks he's Bowser, he would just sit sit back and watch because Mario is always coming for him. Or never once is Bowser after Mario. Bowser just sits back and waits for Mario to come. When does Bowser? He is Princess Peach. When has Bowser eaten one of the mushrooms in Mario? Exactly. I'm sure that he probably has at some point. I feel like I've seen him, you know, pretty big at one time. By the way, saw the Mario film. I enjoyed it. It was a film. I saw it as well. Yeah. Saw it as well. What was your favorite part? Bowser singing the Peaches song. That was a good one. That's a basic bitch uh, scene to pick, though, so that's awkward that you did that one. Mine, of course, was the entire uh, Donkey Kong Mario fight sequence. That was pretty cool. That was great. That was good stuff. Uh, The animation, top notch. Amazingly, what we can do with computers They could have done something else with Seth. Rogan, they could have gotten somebody else for Donkey Kong, but he did fine. He did I fine. mean, yeah, I would, I, you know, I agree. He did fine, though. He, didn't... he did fine. He did fine. Are not, not your Donkey Kong, is that what you're saying, though? Some people were saying it. Not my Donkey We got to talk about the Snow White situation eventually. All right, uh, let's keep moving on here. Uh, oh, by the way, he can't see. He's flying. <laughs> <laughs> Thor's calmly realizes that he has indeed what Chad said eaten a berserker's mushroom. He attacks, but Thor's uh, he attacks Thor's, but the very first chance Thor's gives him boom a black eye, and then the second time boom uppercuts him so hard he lands on his back. Now, dude, this is what's awesome about it. He gives him a punch that he was given to the other guys, but as we know before, Jorn is Asklad's guy. Okay, he we've seen him. That's the only guy he's really like kind of looked up to. So even without this mushroom, Bjorn's kind of on another level than these little henchmen that he's been beating up. Mm-hmm. So he gives the normal hit to him, and it doesn't really phase Bjorn that much. So then he really puts his legs into it. You see him dig in with that uppercut, and that is just a nasty, nasty uppercut. I have two talking points I'd like to respond to you with after your little uh, monologue there. One... I agree. Number two, in the middle of that, you said Asklad. Was that a uh, purposeful shortening of his name, or did you just mean to say Asklad, but you were hurrying? What did I say? You said Asklad. Asklad? But you, okay, but here's what you did. You just took out a syllable, which I kind of respected, but also I didn't know if you did it on purpose or not. You know what's cool about that? What? You can just ask a lad what i said it's really it's one of those things everyone knows ronnie's rule keep the two syllables people ask lad obviously breaks it and like i was saying earlier okay i was typing names a lot spoiler alert the two names i was typing the most thor's and ask and every time i typed ask i thought too many syllables am i going to say it every time he doesn't there's not a good nickname option out there i don't think so i think i'm just gonna have to suck it up yeah but just so everyone I, I'll knows, say this too. Both of those, I know why you wrote their names a lot. They're the stars of the episode. Yeah. Okay, that, I mean, that's why. <laughs> I looked it up. Berserker Mushroom. Okay. Let's get some little history on this. All right. 
While some theories posit that magic mushrooms in the form of... Now, this I'm going to say this right now. That doesn't sound like a definition. That sounds like an article you've clicked upon. This Well, it's not really a definition because you'll find out here soon. Well, I knew it was a definition because that's... Okay, go ahead. They say these mushrooms were responsible for for these warrior shamans, shamans, sorry, okay. going berserk. Academics of today have dispelled this as myth, despite the region having damp, fertile ground where fungi can sprout. Okay, what they're basically saying is yes, berserker mushrooms are psychedelic drugs, but they they kind of put it as myth, saying that it gives them um, strength and stuff. Oh no, but what is that called? What is that? It's a uh, oh crap, dude. Fungi? No, what is it? I'm completely blanked. I need your help here. Don't let hey, me Hey, ask a lad about a fun guy. I'm going to ask a lad about what this word is. Uh, God, what am I? Okay, let me define it for you so you can help me out because I'm kicking myself over here. Organism. Nope. What is it when they give you like, uh, like a lot of kids right now, right? This is a terrible example, but it's the first one that came to mind. I find it funny. Adoption. Or no, no, like orphanage. when nine when nine year olds are getting ready to play a basketball game and they drink like a thirty two ounce thing of prime, making it, and they think it's going to make them play better. Placebo. Placebo effect. Yes. There we go. We Thank found you. it. What you're saying is they found the berserker's mushroom to be a placebo effect. Yes. On its strength. Now, I mean, I'm sure it was doing something, but strength-wise, it was Strength-wise, yeah. I'm sure they were just tripping balls, thinking they were stronger. Obviously, they weren't. They yes. were just tripping, but okay. there we go. There's right. the answer. Stop drinking Prime. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. <laughs> All the men are freaking out that Thor's is stronger than a literal monster. Um, yeah, they call him a monster. And I guess that's not fair either. I called him a literal monster, but he's not. So I, I'm one He's of a very people. nice guy. I'm one of those people that use literal, literally wrong. Elsewhere, the other boat of Askeladds is taunting Ari and the boys. They are going to steal the young men so they can sell them. But right as they are getting ready well, to board... Well, even Askelad says that. He tells them to be careful. Yeah, he's saying don't hurt them. Don't hurt them, yes. Yeah, steal them, put them into slavery. I agree with Ari right here. Ari's like, Ari basically says, I would rather just die than become a slave. I think I would have to do the same thing. I would go out fighting. I know I, if I was Ari, I would die super uber quick. It would be a war. But here's the, thing, here's the thing. There's too many men, and I feel like the other guys are pussies that Ari's with. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, well, one, so here, of, them, one of them's a six-year-old Thorfinn, so yeah. Here, well, that's not fair. I'm not talking about poor little Thorfinn. Uh, he's going to have a bad day coming up, all right? If you're the only one that's trying to go out fighting and you're going against that many men, they can overpower you and still take you as a slave. And that is the worst. That is true. But when I, you make the decision to go out fighting and they still when they take that away from you, oh. I'd still be swinging, though. I, I know you'd be swinging. Guns blazing. And then right when they're about the- to capture me, I just cut my throat. And just that's what you'd have to do. That's you. Yeah. You literally, you're going to make a mistake if you try and go out guns blazing. You need to go out the coward's way out. <laughs> but it's still better than being a slave. Well, it depends on who you, like, if you go to a decent, like, slave farm and you've got, like... Oh, uh, okay, tell me about the decent slave farms. What do you mean? There's no, there's always me, yeah. decent slave owners. Like, if you could have a decent life. Like, yeah, some yeah. of them, you might be building, like... You might have a terrible slave owner who just whips you all day and stuff. Some of them, you might just have a guy that's like, hey, I bought you. I trust you. Go out in the field. Tend to my crops. I'd be like, okay. And then I'd be like, well, this isn't that bad. Interesting. Tending your crops. Chad is always fighting for the good slave owners out there. It's a back, weird. It's a back weird. In the, back in the day, this is a different time, Ron. It's a weird thing to fight for, but that is always what he's doing. And blessing Technically, for all of these people, even Thor's. You, you, even though he's a changed man, you have to consider him bad for as many people as he's killed. My co-host, ladies and gentlemen, Chad Chart. So Bjorn comes flying into the uh, the little plank walkways they were using to traverse boats, and he's really just majestic the way he comes flying in. And then Thor's comes in, speaking of Majestic, and tells Askeladd to surrender because he has already lost half his forces. We go into the OP. 
And the OP is a banger. I love it so much. It is legit climbed my rankings. It is number two, Brave Shine from Fate Stay Night, season two. Felt the first three. OP is number three. Wow. We come back. They still Thank have. Thank you, everyone, for asking. Everyone asked. Um, we come back. They still have archers up top waiting for Ascalad's signal. Leaf is sitting back watching what kind of madman Thor's is because this is the first time he's truly seen him in action. He is. He is. And is Ascalad not. Is he pretty much not giving the signal because he wants to see Thor's that bad in action? Like he just wants to keep seeing it? Or what's the deal here? Why is he not giving the signal yet? Well, at this point. I think he wants to talk to him because at this point he thinks, you know, he doesn't know how Thor's is going to react. It's like we're going to get into some conversation later where I think we see why he doesn't do it right away. Okay. Um so Leaf is smart in knowing that they just have to let Thor's handle this. He's looking around. <laughs> yeah. He's like Ari's not doing anything. Uh I mean they literally have a 6-year-old and a bunch of like 13-year-olds. <laughs> Thoris takes a second to analyze the situation. He's got 30 men in front of him. He knows he can kill that many on his own, but also knows that if they jump over to their boat, it's going to be a free-for-all. And what's awesome about this is he's looking over at his like his own men, and you just see a six-year-old Thorfinn holding his little sword. It's yes. so cute. It's so freaking cute. He's also aware of the archers above, the craziest line of the, line of the episode, but I believe him. In his head, he goes, Duh. I'd be fine if I was alone. <laughs> Which, just imagine that. Thor's on a boat all by himself in this situation, and then he just sails away. He's just like, that was a close one. Uh, he challenges Askeladd to a duel. Always a smart move when you're in this situation. When it's hopeless, okay. you got to just pick. How does he say this? Give me the way he says this. On the name of, uh, I believe he says, the name of Olaf. Is that what he's how he says this Olaf the snowman no how does he the duel I don't have the line I don't have the, the deal. line because I you know you don't watch Game of Thrones or other medieval stuff so you're not probably familiar with this but this is very common practice you know trial well, by combat if you ever get in a mess you know like where you're outnumbered you gotta just right. call out the leader because that is like a disrespect thing mm-hmm. and then they like if they don't accept they're a bitch they're a bitch exactly and then we see later on Askeladd cannot be a bitch in front of his men. Right. But so if it's on the name of Olaf the Great, I don't. This I don't is know. why. No, this is why I think it's important. When he says this, mm-hmm. Askeladd says he makes like a promise to something Olaf, but then a little bit later on, he makes a promise as a warrior to somebody else. Does it completely different? And it. Does that make sense? I think I know what you're talking okay. about. There's a few different names that get thrown around. You're right. I, I've got the name for the second one, and I think what the when he says the second one, he truly means it. Okay. All right. The first one, it's more of well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it here in a second. I think it's Olaf. It doesn't really matter that much because he doesn't believe in it. So keep going. I want to build a snowman. The now Thor's. He's laying this out for him. He says, if Askeladd wins, he can do whatever he wants, but if he loses, they have to leave. And if he refuses, they will lose three times as many men to capture a mere 12 slaves. Askeladd takes a second to realize Bjorn is out for the count, and then he asks Thors how he knew that he was the leader. Thor says, and this is something that Chad would say that would make me so angry. He but goes, I would mean it with all my heart. He would. Go, he goes... I can smell it. <laughs> Askeladd smiles, accepts, jumps over to the same boat. He unsheathes his sword and can smell something about oh, yeah. the troll of Yom as well. The troll of Yom. And then when he says that, Thor's is like, oh, he knows who I am. What we've got here is a good old-fashioned sniff-off. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I smell something. I smell some dinner right now, I Something's think. cooking. Something's <laughs> cooking. <laughs> Uh, Thor's immediate. Now I love this part. I forgot about this right here. Thor's immediately knows that Floki is involved. Yep. Um, I mean the timing and everything is just lines up perfectly. And I, he's really triggered by that. By the way, Askeladd calls him the troll of Yom, but 
still, I would wonder, even if he didn't say that, if he would start to piece it together because it's just too random. Yeah. Like, he, he's got to know that Askeladd and these guys, they've got... I think right there is the moment where Thor starts to realize, oh, okay, they're not trying to get the others as slaves. They literally just are here for me. Um, right, and then... And... Askeladd pretty much knows the only way they can get Thor's is by threatening the other ones. Mm-hmm. So Thorfinn thinks now is a good time to jump in front and be a hype man for his father. <laughs> he is a pretty good hype man for a six-year-old. I will say that. I mean, it just goes to show the complete idiocy of the rest of the boat that they still have the six-year-old just front and center. I know. Hey, maybe grab him. Put him near the back. Put him on your God, shoulders. Dude, if Thor's was just killing these guys. If there was ever a time for a piggyback ride, it's right now. I mean, if Thor's was a man of killings still, you think he could have easily gotten out of this situation? No. You don't think even if he was killing them? No, because he hasn't like killed he, a single person. He's just been knocking them out. And- right. But also the ones that he's... As far as the next... 30 minutes goes, he killed all those people. Because all those people, they're not getting ready to stand up and start fighting again. I, okay. don't think. I think they, I think he broke them perfectly enough to be like, alright, they're not a problem, but they get to keep their lives. And just from a few moments ago, he's, he spells it out for you. He can kill all these guys, he just can't kill all 30 people in the archers at once. So as soon as he starts to make that move, it's going to be a free-for-all and he's going to lose his guys. Which is why okay. he's not. Um. So Askeladd kind of laughs off uh, Thorfinn's little outburst. Tells Thor that he doesn't have a wife or child himself. And this is so. This is. I think this is where Thor's is kind of like, oh shit, right here. Yeah, he Be- can't play that card. He can't play that card, and well, one Askeladd knows. Oh, this is his little kid. Now, now we mm. have something against him. And he's now he's saying that to Askeladd, maybe like, well, maybe he'll have mercy if he has a kid too. Right. And, but he's like, no, I don't have a wife or a kid. He's like, well, shit, it's over. So the battle slowly begins because Thor starts walking over towards Askeladd. And um, Askeladd thinks he's closing in the distance care- carelessly and cuts a rope on the ship, bringing down a sail. Really cool move. He uses it as cover to slash Thor's chest, but it's too shallow. And he immediately is like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love how I love how he pretty much knows it's over from that yeah. point on. Like, he was so calm, cool, and collected. But in his mind, the whole time, he's like, I got one shot. Yeah. He's gonna- I, yeah. All of his men are like, oh, he's got this. And he's thinking in his head, I am screwed. Yeah. So he, he starts to worry that was his only opportunity. And then he's still in awe of just what an impressive man Thoris is. Because uh, Thor says to forgive him because he can't go easy on him, which is also such a disrespectful thing to say during a duel. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, Thor's realizes that Askeladd is pretty legit. That's good. That is like my version of trash talking. I'm not the kind of guy who's gonna be like, uh, like, oh, oh, you suck, uh, but uh, but you can't even uh, guard me. I'm the kind of guy who just goes and respectfully says. I apologize. I can't. I can't go easy on you. Imagine you saying that to somebody and they still just whoop your ass. <laughs> How embarrassing would that be? I mean, just as embarrassing as if I went, "No, oh, you, uh, you uh, can't guard me. Can't see me." Yeah, dude. I, I can't. That's why I can't stand some of those guys that do that. Because then it's uh, most of the time, right away, they get scored on. Like the next play, it's like, "Oh, you just talked all that shit just to get scored on the next play." There was one time I was in a basketball game and we were doing an inbound play and the guy came up and got up on got up on me basically. He was all up in my grill. And was like, Oh bitch, you ain't getting the ball. Like, oh, you think you're getting the ball here? And I knew that the play that they had called, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't supposed to get the ball. And so I just backed away and then we scored. <laughs> and then I said, Don't need to <laughs> Oh, God, I think I had, like, five points that game. It was incredible. Yeah, but you had, like, 40 rebounds, yeah, well, so who cares? Basically, yeah, 40 rebounds because I got big. Don't even get me started on assist. 
I'm that's the kind of player yeah. I am. I like to I like to see the others around me thrive. It's kind of like this podcast. He starts uh, running. Thank you. He starts running and sending attacks that are barely blocked by Ascalad because they're just so powerful. It is pretty awesome just seeing how overwhelmed Ascalad is here. He's still blocking them, but it's like it's like you're fighting for your life just to stay above water, pretty much. That's and it makes doing. me wonder, like this, this um, what am I trying to? This method by Thor's is very interesting. I. I have to imagine that he had a few options, and this is, seems like the most complex chess game ever, what he's putting on right, right now. Because Askeladd starts to realize that Thor's is just going after his sword um, because he's weakening it, and if he manages to break it, obviously that's going to be trouble. And then Askeladd thinks he has another window and swings, um, but Thor's was, immediately, or was waiting for it and immediately counters... So it's a complex move. Give me another shot here. Will you give me another shot? I'll give you one. It's more a shot. complex yeah. move. Okay, I'm not gonna even do my notes because I remember it because it was awesome. Okay, Askeladd, right? Yeah. Boom! Oh God, my sword! I'm gonna do a reenactment instead okay. of uh, notes. He's like, oh, oh my God, my sword! It's uh, it's chipping away. It's getting pretty weak. I see what he's doing. He's going after my sword. But then he looks. He goes, oh wait a second. What? This is an iron sharpens iron, but also iron breaks iron. His sword is also not doing too well. So he sees a little he sees a little soft spot. So Ryan as Thor's is swinging it. He goes, "What's that?" All right? Breaks Thor's sword. Yep. Which leaves an opening. So he swings out wide. But guess what? Thor's wanted him to do that the whole mm-hmm. time. Uh, Uno reverse card. <clears throat> Next thing you know, Askeladd staring down the point of his own sword and that's what's going and on my whole i think thor's did this because he didn't want to just but he doesn't kill people so he all he had to do was just get Askeladd's sword out okay. of his hands yep and then now he doesn't have to kill him he can just Askeladd's defenseless he, he has no weapon so it's really crazy how uh how batman thor's has gone because i imagine it was just it was literally a flip of a switch because we saw the uh, flashback. I mean, he was killing people like nobody's business. Yeah. And then the second he falls underwater, right, he kills one more guy. And then it's like, that was it. He's like, never again. And I honestly believe he hasn't killed another person since then. Don't right. you think? No, yeah, he hasn't. I'm sure. Well, I guess we don't technically know that. But uh, I mean, 15 like years, nine. maybe some sort of trouble happened yeah. in uh, Iceland. But I still feel like he kept them as prisoners or something more mm-hmm. so than actually killing them um especially like yilva is in her teenage year she's probably well we know that she was born before he left again so she yeah so she has to be like it's been 15 years she was born right before he left again so she's 16 yeah and and he spent 15 years basically on iceland with them and i would believe i would be shocked if yilva's like oh yeah i've seen dad kill someone there's no way so after this impressive moves, uh, move, the boys from back home, they do some hooting and hollering. They're getting rowdy. Askeladd says, go ahead, kill me. But Thor says he only needs him to surrender. Now, Askeladd here, like he's... Does he, he know he's not going to kill him after everything he's seen? I don't think so. Not quite yet. Because I read Askeladd as like, you know he he's a badass, so he's taking this, but he's like begrudge, like he's kind of upset. He's like, damn it. He's like, of course I'm not gonna be a bitch and beg for my life. So go ahead and do it, but crap. <laughs> you know, I feel like he's just a little bit crap. Like, that, my head's gone. <laughs> I'm truly. Yeah. I, I don't. Because like you said earlier, like he's not gonna be a bitch in front of his men. Yeah. He's gonna take the. He knows he's probably gonna lose, like the the duel, but he'll still do it. Right. And I don't fully think that he didn't think it was an option that Thor's doesn't kill him, but I do feel like it's kind of up in the air. What happens if Thor's does kill him? I don't know. I really don't know. How could he do the archer? As soon as he kills him, does the archers just shoot him? That's what I almost like. 
So like it's a lose lose for Thor's no matter what. Like what Thor's he he's too nice. What he should have done is as soon as he had him at that moment, he should have grabbed him, right, tackled him, screamed at him like a very like a troll would, and say, "Tell them to retreat now." And once they retreat, then you don't have to kill them. You get away. There's too much too much playtime, if you ask me. Yeah. Too much playtime. But then that's the thing too is like. I don't know how much Asgard's men have respect for him, but they're also like mercenaries. So at a certain point, you know, the, they might just be like, well, whether we have Asgard or not, if we get that guy's head, we get the gold. So let's just go ahead and do that no matter what he says. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just a lose-lose no matter what. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the only way that his people are going to get out of this is if he dies. Right. I think he just. I think he honestly knew that from the beginning, but once he said Floki too, and realized like what's going on, he's like sh- he's probably thinking shit. But Thor says only needs them to surrender. Askeladd knows he can't do that in front of his men, and then uh, he starts taunting Thor, saying if he doesn't kill him, this duel will never end. We come back from the calling card, and Bjorn he wakes up, and how would you describe? I mean, this is where really we we kind of talked about it. So I had a question here for you. Askeladd's cool as a cucumber. He asks. This is when he knows that Thor isn't going to kill him. The second that Thor says, "All I need you to do is surrender," that's the moment where mm-hmm. he goes, "Okay," <laughs> and starts thinking about some other schemes. He asks why such a strong warrior just chilled out on Iceland for fifteen years. Thor says he has to fight like this because he isn't yet a master. And that a true warrior doesn't need a sword. And that instantly, the moment he says that, Thorfinn, in his eyes, it just like something hits him. I don't know. And what do you think hits him? Because I think you could read it more than two ways. I still don't think that Thorfinn is old enough, wise enough to register what his dad's saying. In that moment, he's going essentially like, what my dad's a coward or why is he not doing what he needs to do? Yeah. What do you think? He's registered. Well, he had a little bit of like, like a almost like he almost thinks too, that his dad, because he's got some hope in his eyes. It's not just like, Oh, he's a complete coward. I think he's thinking a little bit too, like hold like my dad is so cool, but he's not buying into that. Like he's still not buying into the whole, you don't need a sword thing, but he's still probably thinking, wow, my dad can do this almost without a sword. Like, that's insane. Yeah. No, I think you're right there, too. It is kind of also, like, looking up to him like, but, wow. But like so. you said, when he's six years old, so, like, all of this, he's not going to register a lot of this. Especially when it's getting ready in the way that it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just too young. If, um, he was, if he was, like, 12 or 13, he might have had a chance, but he just, he's too young for this, man. So right here, wow, what a moment. Askeladd asked Thors to be their leader. Dude, this <laughs> moment right here. Which he, would have been a ballin'-ass show. He meant it with all of his yes. heart. As much as, like, you can tell he meant it. Because that him saying that, I mean, dude, if another man says that to you and he's that talented <laughs> about the sword, no, the whole, like, a true warrior doesn't need a sword. You could tell Asklad was like, holy shit, that was the most badass line <laughs> yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, oh, oh just kidding. God. <laughs> because, what if- dude, he knew, I mean, he knew the moment Thor's wasn't saying anything, he's like, damn, he's not going to be. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make this like it was a joke. Oh, wow, what a joke, right, guys? God. <laughs> and thank God, uh, for Bjorn because he just becomes impatient, jumps across, grabs Thorfinn, who is still standing front and center for some reason, and uh, Askeladd just starts cracking up, and he's just like, you know, oh god, where'd they go? Askeladd starts cracking up, asking if Thor's really thought guys like them would follow the rules. <sighs> okay, so, that's where he broke the promise of the rules, right there. Even though it's not even, it's technically his guy, but he could have told his his man Bjorn not to do that. Um, but yeah, that's because Thor says you bastard. Like, 
why would you why would you break the rules like that? Yeah, because Thor says I won this duel. Yeah. Askeladd says, "Who cares? I'm mm-hmm. after your head." And then uh, Thor says, "Like I know, but it's shi- it's like shining through that Askeladd is a man of honor. Like right before that, you can see that he is, but then he instantly goes away from that. Right. Well, yeah. So what? Like, does he have that in him? He's just not. Like I don't, I don't know. There, I feel like he has it in him, but he just doesn't want to let it come out or something. It's just, I mean, this is so, especially this sequence right here. It's so Game of Thrones in the sense of just like, there's people that are so honorable that they're like Thor's, where they're gonna play it by the books, even though the books are centuries old. And then there's other people like Askeladd who go along with it because there's stupid people like Thor's who, you know, take into account that all the people are going to do what they're supposed to do, even though it's just a word. And then when it, you know, works out for and them, it's, they're just he's like, like, he doesn't want to die. Well, like, I mean, they're just like, okay, look, and just kidding. I was just kidding. Now what? You yeah. know, is the sky going to fall on me or are we going to get what we want? And <laughs> like, it's not a, who cares? Yeah. And, like he doesn't want to die, so he was. He, of course, he's just gonna be like, "Oh wow, we won by breaking the rules. Let's go." <laughs> yeah, that's why cheating's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, most people in the in, like, if if it comes down to it, there is people like Thor's that will die with honor, even in current times. But what do you think that percentage is compared to the people that would do what Askeladd just did? Pretty small. Yeah. Very, very, very small. And Un- while unlike gotta, me, who will die with honor no matter what. And while you got to respect those guys, at the end of the day, aren't they kind of dumb? <sighs> respect? Not, not unless you're like me. I will die with honor when I die. But kind of dumb. Thoris throws his sword in the water. Askeladd says, you're right, you did win, and signals the archers. And, uh, I mean, all of this is so badass. Arrows fly down, pelting Thor's, who barely moves. He stays standing. Askeladd keeps his word as a warrior and says he will remove his troops at once. Yep. This is what he says right here. This is the line. Where is it at? Show me. Where is it at? Let me find it. In the name of my ancestor, Artorius, I'll withdraw my troops. So he changed whatever he's... The promise he made before was like the Olaf... The, the the dual promise where he didn't give a fuck about that. But he actually does keep his promise here. So when he says, my ancestor Artorius, he truly meant that. So the other one he just didn't give a fuck about. This one, it's like he actually has honor when he says this right here. Okay. This is something that he actually means. So we got to learn more about what Artorius means mm-hmm. to Askeladd. Write that down, everyone, right now. Thor's asked Leif to take his head to Sigvaldi, the leader of the Yams Vikings, because Thor's know, knows the man will take it out on the village if he thinks Thor's just disappeared again. Um, Leaf is crying. He's definitely not going to do that. I'll tell you that right now. He's not going to do what? He's not going to take his head to the Yams Viking uh, captain because he is a coward. Wait, he uh, told Leaf to do that? Yeah. He calls Dude, over to Leaf. Leaf, you don't think Sailor Leaf will chop off Thor's head right now and take it to the captain? No, well, I think what it's uh, insinuating is I'm hoping, or I think that Thor's is like, all right, these guys are getting ready to head me, but I think he tr- truthfully thinks Askeladd's maybe not that bad of a guy. He's just like trying to get his gold, so I think he's hoping that they'll just be like toss Leaf the head afterwards. I don't really know how that's working, but he definitely turns to Leaf, says, "We take my head to Sigvaldi." Um, okay. And Leaf doesn't say yes or no. He just cries. Uh, so is everyone on the boat. And I'm just telling you, don't fall for Now, Leaf. if you had to take your best friend's head to a captain on yeah. a ship, would you like put it in a container or would you just have it chilling with you while it's the, the boat's going? No, if you're, if you're doing things where you're transporting heads to different Vikings, you can't wrap it in a paper towel. You just have it sitting on the, the, the dock. And I take that back. You can wrap it in a towel, cause, but then like when you present it to them, you got to you know, let hold the towel it by fall the to the ground, hold it to the hair, and maybe you know toss it to them. How weird of a feeling do you think that is, holding a head? 
It's got to be like top five weird. Feelings. Little weird, yeah. I think it's sure. a top five weird feelings. Top five weird. Yeah. What about holding you, a decapitated head? What if in you your jacked hands? off using peanut butter? With the mouth of a decapitated head. Didn't say that. That would definitely be it. Didn't say that at all. Using peanut butter. That's not a, that weird. That's not a top five. That's not a top five weird one. No. That was just what came to head. I think that's okay. got to be at least top 25. How much does a head weigh? We'll make a list. More than you think of is what I hear. More than Wait, you think. Wait, let me guess. Let's both guess before you okay. look it up. I'm going to guess 15 pounds. More than you think. <laughs> 15 pounds. That seems pretty good. Huh? Around 10 to 11 pounds. Okay. 10 to 11 pounds. But... How do they say that? I mean, when you have correct posture, it does. Correct posture. Does it say man, woman, just anyone? I'll tell you one. It just thing. says the average human. So I guess like yeah, man's head's probably weighs more than. I'm women's. just telling you right now, Thor's that cranium weighs at least twenty. Yeah, he's double, definitely so, double. So you think Leaf is taking the head? I mean, dude, I, I don't know. I, well, yeah, he did, his best friend just told him that in death. If you told me to do that while you were dying, you said, please take my head to that. I, yes, I would do it for you. All right, right, I see that I still have not fully convinced you of Leaf. I will do so here in a few minutes. Let's keep moving forward. I would love to take your chopped off head across the sea. I would love it. Well, I appreciate that. Thor's call, I think you're a better man than Leaf. Thor's calls Bjorn a bastard, says that he will give him his life but to let go of that child right yeah. now. Yorn was being a f- real cock right here. He really Still was. having that knife up to... Thorfinn runs to his father who just smirks, rubs his head. It's just like... And then he says, I'm glad for now. All mm-hmm. very cryptic stuff. Um, He's saying, is he just saying I'm glad for now because they're, they're actually alive? I'm glad for now is like a really weird thing to say. I think he's just saying I'm glad that they didn't actually hurt him. Maybe. He's like, at least for now, he's like, as soon as I get my head chopped off, they might kill my entire crew, but at least for now, they're alive. I, I, is it just like real? Is he just being super real right now? He's yeah. like, I'm glad for now. Who knows what happens after this moment's over, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Askeladd is watching Thor's like he's the coolest guy he knows. He is. <laughs> I mean, just a twinkle in Dude. his eye. Well, there's multiple times, I can't remember if it was during this episode or not, that the crowd around him, like his crew is laughing, mm-hmm. and he's not. He's just like straight-faced. Oh, yeah. It happens It happens multiple times this episode. I think I have it somewhere. It might be later on, too, but. So Ari rushes Askeladd, but immediately gets punched, taunted by Askeladd, telling him how lucky he is because Thor's is worth more than a hundred oh, bratty so kids cool. like himself. It's so cool how he just teaches Ari a damn lesson right here. Do you think like Thor's has the, the wherewithal to be like, wow, this guy is crushing on me right now? Yes. I think and, he, I think he, I, he knows in this moment, especially if he hears him actually say that, if he's focused enough. He knows, okay, my he's like, my crew's actually gonna live. Like he likes me that much. No homo. We cut away to Thorfinn below the deck of a boat crying. He's having a hard time understanding why his father did what he did, and he's mad at Askeladd for cheating. He's a cheater. Mm-hmm. Leaf and the boys gave up which remember that's well, never mind. Leaf and the boys gave up the nice ship because they couldn't row it without Thor's, which is <laughs> hilarious. Okay. Um, 28 of Askeladd's men were injured, but none of them died. And then somehow, Chad, somehow, and I don't know how this sum came about. You tell me, right? Because Leaf's a good guy. He's totally taking the head to. He was focused on the head. Thorfinn is on the boat there pulling. How? I've got no clue. Leaf. Zero clue how, how this happened. Where there was exchanging of people, Askeladd's clueless. He's like, "Wait, we got the the kid is on the boat." There were three ships. Okay, I don't think that Thorfinn has the power to jump from ship to ship. Somehow, well, he, he somehow, is on. He's on the same ship he was on when they left. Somehow, this kid right here, 
the best damn ship hide and seeker you've ever seen in yes. your life. I don't know how he keeps doing he, it. He's technically on the same ship, but how did Leaf not get Thorfinn on his ship? You know what I mean? And I would. This is this roll is call. So, There's like twelve yes, of them. Yes, you need a roll call. Got to have a roll call. It's also Chad. It is so bad. I can't even just blame Leaf. Oh, wait, Ari, all of them. Yeah, every single one of them. Ari could be punched in the face seven more times like he was, and he should still be like, wait, are we taking Thorfinn with us? Leaf should be punched in the face. Let's be honest. Leaf needs a good punching in the face after this. Think about Thor's. Think if Thor, first of all, and we got to talk about that. We can talk about it right now for all I care. We don't see, I don't see a body. Didn't see a body. Okay. Because Leaf has it. Didn't see a body. I don't remember what happens in the next couple episodes. I'm so okay. That, that's what I'm confused about. Number one rule of TV show watching: don't believe it if you don't see a body. You are right on this right here. Leaf, how is he supposed to take the head to the head of the Yams Vikings if freaking uh, Askeladd needs his head too for payment? Yeah. Right? Doesn't oh. he need his head for payment? Do they cut make, it in half? Would make a lot of sense to me. I don't think Floki's willing to pay up if he uh, if he just tells him, oh, don't worry, we took care of that. Well, he did get some gold up front. He did get some gold up front, but yeah, I think, well, I mean, I guess Floki knows either way, even if Leaf takes it too. And I'm just saying, that, like, I'm not necessarily saying that I think Thoris is alive. I'm just a experienced TV show watcher. Some call me a profession now. If you don't see a body, you don't believe it, all right? Second of all, if Thor's is not dead, I'm going to jump my TV screen and kill Leaf himself because he had two things on his checklist as far as I'm concerned. One, Thor's head. Two, Thorfinn, the six-year-old kid that got smuggled on the boat and is the literally only living male heir of the guy you were just crying about. The legend. So get him on the boat. How? Chad, how did that happen? Leaf Leaf <laughs> is a happen? yeah, Leaf is pretty bad for that. <laughs> Leaf is pretty bad. How did that happen? And Thor's yeah, if Thor's is still alive, then I don't know. Well <laughs> no, he's not. Askeladd would not let Thor's live right, like right here. Or would he? No, he would not. Why not? He loves him. He does, he but he's him. still, even what though we, he loves what did we just even say? though he loves him, he still sent all the arrows on him. What did we just say? Oh, but he knows that that's not going to kill him. What did we just say about Thor's? He's like Batman, right? He doesn't kill him. Askeladd is the Joker. He won't kill him because it's just too much fun to have him around. He looks up to him too much. I don't know, man. Here's the, pro- here's the problem with that, right? I don't know, but here's if the... If he didn't kill him right here, what would his men think of him? I don't know, but also, first of all, we already discussed, he doesn't care what any of his men think about him except for maybe Bjorn, and he might just use him because he's the most uh, most with it. Um, oh, you don't think he cares about what any of his men think about him? Mm. In the sense of like keeping camaraderie and keeping them listening to instructions, but I don't think he respects a single one of them. And I think if he had to cut them all loose and just go make an entire other group of men, he would. Think about how uh, disgruntled he was when they called him on the ship. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, He's like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, that is true. He's that like, is. I'm daydreaming about that cool-ass guy we, yeah. just, we just might have killed. He's worth more than a hundred of you. I'm surprised he didn't use that line again. He's like, the only good thing that would uh, help me right now is if for some retarded reason, his kid that's going to grow up to be just like him is on the boat behind us. Oh, wait, dude, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. <sighs> Thorfinn, what's up, dude? Oh, my God. It's insane. Insane. Yeah, I mean... Thorfinn goes crazy yelling at them from afar with his dagger. Dude, he, hand. this is some anger right here. It's very little kid anime. It's the kind of little kid anime that I uh, kind of grinds my gears a little bit. I'm not, I really? can't lie. I thought they did. I mean, it is little kid anime, but I thought they get, did a good job of showing how mad a little kid would be. No, yeah, they always do a good job showing how mad a little uh-uh. kid. Uh, no, they always do a good job. Um, I don't because, think. So. I don't think they. Always no, they do always a good do job. a really good job, and because it always makes me mad. <laughs> 
I think he truly. I think this is one of the best little kid madness I've seen. Well, you like, can do the top five of that because I refuse to watch them because they grind. Okay, my top gears. five. Let's go for it. Like I said, you can number be the, one. You can be the producer. You can be the editor. You can be all Zinitsu. No, I thought he did great here. I thought the anger here, this is a six-year-old kid to where, like, if I knew him in person, I would be like, this kid deserves to get hit in the face. You know what I mean? I mean, I do feel bad for him in the sense of, like, uh, Leaf should have got you. Well, Leaf should have got him. Now he's stuck on a ship by himself. But His all dad that, just died. Yeah. The guy that just killed his dad is right in front of him. This would be me right now if I was on the ship listening to him scream, like, the way he was. I was like, I would take a second. I'd go, okay. All right. One, your dad just died. Two, the other 12 guys just completely left you behind. Didn't even think about you. Three, you might never see your uh, mother or sister ever again. And then after taking all that into account, Mm -hmm. I would say this. I'd go, hey, dial it back just a little bit, buddy. Dial it back just a little bit. I think Ascalad here, though, he gave him a. He was like, well, he's going to die anyway. So he actually didn't throw him overboard because of those reasons. He's like, oh, he's having a bad day. But yeah. he's like, he's almost. He's like, yell one more time, see what happens. Yeah. One of the men, like you said, said, should we just throw him overboard? And Ascalad says, leave him. He will die soon anyway. But that's what they were all laughing at Thorfinn right here at the beginning of his little outburst. And Ascalad doesn't laugh at all. You can tell it's one of those where it's like, he's not sad about it, but it's like, damn, this is Thor's kid. I just made a promise to him, and now he's sitting right there. His kid is literally sitting right there. And then Thorfinn keeps going with his anger rampage, and the other guys are just like, holy shit. We're like, oh, we just fucked this kid's life up bad. It's like one of those, it's like, oh, this kid's never going to be the same again. I think what you're thinking about Askeladd could be true, and I also think what he's he's saying Oh, he'll die soon anyway. Part of that could be because everyone that Askeladd's ever known has just died soon anyway. But I think there's also part of him where he's like, this is my chance to mold this kid into exactly who I want him to be. His dad was a badass. I'm going to make him a badass. I'm going to be his daddy. Come on, daddy. <laughs> I love when they're gonna call me. They're going to call me Aska Daddy. I love when country people say daddy. Ask a daddy. You don't like that? Well, it was kind of, I don't Come think, here, daddy. I, don't, I don't think that you love that, but you are right. Whenever I went up to my mom, be like, mom, mom, can I, can I spend the night at Chad's house? She'd say, ask a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. That was a terrible end to the episode. I apologize. You got anything else? I think that about covers it. We're just having so much fun with this show. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk with you next week. I'm excited. So you're close to what have you actually seen through episode seven? E- through episode seven or six? I keep seeing it on my thing, and I can't remember what. So, okay, we're so close to having you just it being brand new to you, brand spanking new. I know, and I'm so excited because I'm enjoying it now. Imagine when it's new stuff entering my I love rewatching this first season because I there I mean, it's been so long since I've seen the first season. Mm-hmm. And it's so awesome seeing all these little details and stuff that I probably didn't pick up on the first time. Cuz I'm having not fun. That, I'm not that big of a brain. I hope y'all are having fun too. Keep coming back. We'll talk with you next week. We got Jujutsu Kaisen coming back here pretty soon as well. We'll be here for all of it. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.